0: A lot of times I'm driving, there's nothing to do And I shuffle through the radio before I unglue There's a lot of red on ways, it's traffic, I'm screwed And I'm wired a bit different than a regular dude It's not a bad thing, I embrace it, it's true The radio don't stimulate brain chemistry fluid The Buddha found nirvana and the four noble truths Through a meditative process, right action he proved For me, I require the use of a tool, a detector, pinpointer, shovel, and beach scoop. I'm meant to work the dirt with my history crew, but everywhere I look, my interest taboo. Most people choose Bieber over Tippy Canoe. What does a detectorist listen to When the radio is full of bad music and news I need an alternative for me to peruse Beyond sight and sound gets fantastic reviews A metal detecting show where my thought bubble brews Thank you Josh Kimball, for inviting me to A detecting dork out with guests like yours truly
1: Are you looking for a high-quality beach and sand scoop? Are you trying to take your hunting to the extreme? How about an American-based company that stands behind their product and everything they sell? Then check out our friends over at Extreme Scoops. John has been making scoops for some time now, and makes a quality beach and sand. Scoop to take your hunting to the next level. Extreme Scoops recently released their new sand shredder that works great in the water and on the beach. And if you're a new Equinox user, you may want to check out his Surfmaster X3 that can trap those small targets you new Equinox users are finding out there. Extreme Scoops company approach is let's do it right. So do it right, buy it once, and go to the extreme. Extremescoops.com That's X-T-R-E-M-E Scoops.com. dot com. CAUTION Please do not operate motor vehicles or power equipment while under the influence of this show. Listening to this show could cause side effects such as bouts of laughter, violent binges of cabin fever, and even dreams of silver and gold. Please be advised. Now that the fine print is out of the way, on with the show. All right, we're back. I'm live, I think. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> we're back we're live you are listening to beyond sight and sound metal detecting and treasure hunting radio for all the really cool digging people out there oh we're here on wednesdays we're here on sundays 8 p.m eastern always 8 p.m, 8 p.m. eastern well as long as we can you know uh boring floods and power outages and things like that i see the comments in the chat that Cordova is soaked, and unfortunately, we're next in line. I believe uh, we're already under flash flood advisory, and the way it sounds, I believe tomorrow night into Tuesday, we could probably take on three or four inches. Not good. Mother Nature is not happy, and just when we need things to. kind of start drying up so we can start getting back out there as long as we're practicing social distancing. Uh, obviously, areas are starting to open back up for us, so that is a plus. But I I would still highly, highly uh, recommend, you know, masking up, social distancing, any of that. <clears throat> so I guess before we get into everything... Uh, thanks to everyone for the, uh, kind words and comments, uh, Wednesday. Very much appreciated. And, and those that have been checking in since then, obviously doing everything six weeks late has taken a toll. Definitely taken a toll. We're, we're hoping I can bounce back to. <sighs> Normal. Or, or what was considered normal, I guess, uh for me. Uh, some people, some people will, will tell you they'll put money on it. I was never normal to begin with. But that's the way it goes. So, welcome aboard to everyone. We see Crazy Spider in the house, Chuck Smalley, Barb, Pat, uh, Maya, Paul, Nielsen, the Bills. Uh, Scotty, good grief, I mean, it, uh, Mark, it's, it's just, the chat's already flying. Chuck, the man with the plan is in. Ed. Uh, Mikes, we've got Mikes, we've got Tam. Uh, actually, we've got a few Mikes and Bills in. But, alas, even though it is a a very, very cool logo, there is only one crazy spider. That's okay. That's okay. I see Fred in as well. Welcome aboard to Fred and congratulations on his very good successful ring return. As well as Chuck. Chuck had a good ring return this week. Uh... Uh, Mark had a very good ring return this week. Man, people, people are just finding all sorts of goodies out there. So, links in the description, obviously. First, first and foremost, blah. First and foremost, our friends over at Shooters and Prospectors, Chuck Smalley, the man with the plan, a multi-line dealer, dealing in XP Note Macro, Garrett Mine Lab Detector Pro detected. Cedar River Digging Tools, Dean Ricker Covers, and Ugly Boxes. Speaking of Ugly Boxes, those who have been requesting larger quantities of brine, the larger reboot kits are coming. Your dealers should be able to have them in supply very soon. I think they're starting to ship out to the distributor this week. And I want to say, I believe those reboots will have the half-pound and pound options. So, very, very cool there. Definitely. We know people have been asking about them. Uh, people have been working hard to get to bring those to fruition. Uh So, they are coming. They are coming. Uh... <laughs> Looks like, uh oh, nice. <laughs> good, good, good. So those that have been asking Chuck or ordering Ugly Box units from him, I'm sure that he will have the larger quantity reboot kits in stock soon. You know, shipping aside, obviously, it does take time. Shipping is still uh, a little out of whack. I don't know. I can't guarantee that the Postal Service knows what they're doing at all at this point. But it's always nice to hope. It's always nice to hope. So we've got the link for Shooters and Prospectors, the link for Detectees, link for Extreme Scoops, the link for the Ring Finders, Detected Outdoors All Metal Militia, Ohio Metal Detecting Crazy Spider Adventures, Metal Detecting NYC. I believe... Wait a minute. Wait for it. There is one more link in there. Clear at the bottom. Apex pre-order link. And those that saw me drop a link in the chat at the beginning of the show, it was only one short link. That link will take you to a post on the Beyond Sight and Sound Facebook page, and there it is again in the chat, that will let you know how you can get in contact with Chuck and you can get your name on that pre-order list because Chuck is taking pre-orders for the Apex. I will put that out there. I I put it in a post the other day. I will make sure to announce that tonight that he is taking pre-orders for the Apex and give a little disclaimer there for you folks that, uh... You know, you want it on the shelf so you can go and get it in hand that day. It's pretty safe to say that these are going to backlog. There, there, There's going to be a back order. So, if you're wanting to get an Apex as soon as possible, make sure and get yourself on a pre-order list because those... Obviously that, that holds your spot in line. And then don't jump around hoping you're going to get it someplace else faster. I mean, that, that's, that's the whole concept of the pre-order list. Get yourself in line so that you can get the new Apex. If that's what you're interested in using. And we'll be talking about that a little bit tonight, actually. We will. Obviously, for those that have seen, there have been uh, a number of different posts already from many of the other shows stating that they're going to be, uh, you know, talking about the Apex. They're going to have Ringy on, or they're going to have KG on, or or Steve Moore, or uh, who knows? The, the list goes on, and there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing at all wrong with that. But tonight we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, the thoughts of the hype and the reveal. Because you got to remember, they've revealed it now. We've seen it. We know what it is. We know the features that it has. Even at that. I'm guessing the earliest that we can expect to see any released will be summer, uh, probably potentially without any delays, July time frame. But in terms of hype, Garrett did very well. Kudos to Garrett, because up until the reveal, what have we seen? Nothing. We've been led to assume many different things from the nothing that we saw. Chances were good that it would be lightweight, rechargeable, hopefully multi-frequency, hopefully waterproof, and then we saw that when it was released it is lightweight, it is rechargeable, it is multi-frequency, and it is weather-resistant, not waterproof. So that's something to keep in mind for those that are thinking about purchasing the Apex. And maybe we can do a little bit of comparing tonight. Because I've seen... Basically, without trying to get on the soapbox too much, Garrett has revealed the Apex, and much like we've seen with a few other manufacturers and models of machines, the machine has not been released yet, it has not had the chance to prove itself in the field, and already... People are bashing either the manufacturer or the machine itself. That's kind of uh, getting the cart before the horse, don't you think? I mean, let's think about it. I know I saw a number of people bashing the Equinox before it was released. And once it got out to the end users, out in the field, people started to see what it would do. And the machine had a chance to prove itself. A lot of the trash talk went away. Sure, you're going to have people out there that are uh, brand specific, brand loyal, brand supportive. Uh, you know, it's the whole GM Ford thing with detectors. And they're automatically going to tell you that machine is trash because it's not the brand that I use and I only use one brand. Well, I'm sorry, but uh, for for people like that, you're you're wearing blinders because if you're not going to at least stay open-minded to the possibility that with the technology that is coming out, there may be a machine released that is superior to what you use, or provides you various advantages that you did not have with your machine and you're not going to be receptive enough to at least give it a fair shake and see how it works and automatically write it off that it's trash, you're losing. You're losing the battle. You're losing out there in the field. Because with the technology that we see today that's coming out from all of the manufacturers, great manufacturers putting out some great products, we're all winning out in the field because of that technological race we're all winning so let's look and see we've heard that uh and and i'm sure some of you have have seen the posts as well some of the people are being very sensible i i see a few in the chat that had actually made comments to the extent of you know interesting machine we'll have to see what it does We'll have to see how it how it works, whether it works well. well that's good. You're being receptive. Because let's face it, even today, years after the release of the AT Pro, when Garrett released the AT Pro, they hit it out of the park with that machine. Just like Nocta macro did with the Simplex. Just like Minelab did with the Equinox. And I think... Garrett's done well with the release of the Apex. We'll see what happens once it's out there in the field. But you've got to remember too, this is the Ace Apex. That puts it as a top level entry machine, the top of the ace series now, in that aspect, it doesn't look too bad doesn't look too bad at all actually uh what i th- I believe it was uh five tone audio, possibly, which is a lot better than what we've seen from other ace units. Sure, it's not waterproof. It's just resistant. But that's fine. That's fine. Because stop and think about this. We've said before, there's many different things coming down the pipe. And I'm sure that we haven't heard the end from Garrett either. You've heard me mention on the show... Mindlab maybe kind of shot themselves in the foot. Releasing the Equinox. And then releasing the Vanquish. Because you've, you've got this great machine with the Equinox. It's waterproof. And then here comes the Vanquish that it's weather resistant. It's still got the same technology as the Equinox. But it's weather resistant and let's say i don't know let's say you want you want to pick up a a a vanquish 540 bundle pack well once you get into that price range or or maybe even the 440 once you get into that price range you're probably not far from an equinox to begin with so for me personal opinion everybody's entitled to you know Your money's better spent on the Equinox, I believe. But what I've seen, and and this is the thing that that really kind of gets me, is there's already been a number of people, after seeing the hype, seeing the release video, now they're trying to compare the Apex to the Equinox. That's obviously we don't know, but I don't believe that that was Garrett's intention. This, this is not a unit that is designed to compete with the Equinox. This is a unit that is designed to compete in that, that same kind of tier level of the Vanquish, the Simplex, Things of that nature. With that in mind, eh, I don't know. The the Simplex still looks like a, a pretty good deal as far as bang for your buck. Waterproof, rechargeable, updatable. Lightweight, wireless. Although we see many of these features in the Apex as well. Lightweight, rechargeable, wireless technology. And we do see where Garrett has said that this is lithium-ion rechargeable technology, which is more than what we can say for the uh, the Vanquish. I believe it is nickel-metal hydride technology, if I remember right, for their recharging system. And depending on settings, you're getting what... Uh, it's been a few days now since I've watched a release video... I want to say 15 hours or so on a charge, which is not bad. That's, that's going to cover you for a day of hunting. Obviously, depending on settings, you may not get quite as long of runtime or maybe longer runtime. But so far, it sounds good. Uh, the the post that people had seen maybe the other day in the Beyond Sight and Sound Facebook group, the Metal Detecting Beyond Sight and Sound Facebook group, we were kind of anticipating that there was going to be some bashing, trash-talking, you know, that... That was silly a Garrett. That's that's a silly machine. Whatever. And that is one of the reasons why we did put that post out that the Metal Detecting Beyond Sight and Sound Facebook group is a non-branded group. We welcome anyone. Any, any user of machine. It doesn't matter what brand or model that you swing. We welcome anyone to share their finds over there. And we just... If, if you want to debate friendly about machines, that's one thing, but we, we absolutely do not condone manufacturer bashing or even other hunter bashing. Basically, we want everybody to be <clears throat> supportive of one another and not have anybody Reluctant to share their finds because they, they fear that other people may perceive their machine or what they're doing as inferior to, uh, to what the person that would like to post their finds up are doing. So that was one of the reasons with, uh, with that post. Uh, trying to look through the chat here and see if anyone is saying much more about the apex it doesn't look like it but now we can get some uh maybe some perspective and comparison on it as well how's it going
2: chuck pretty good pretty good it's uh you're right. You know, the bashing of a piece of equipment before it's out in anybody's hands, and you may not like a particular brand, but, you know. Right. Some yep. of them up and bashed, ended up being pretty good players, and uh, they shut up about them. And <laughs> both, the, both this new Garrett Apex, I'm looking forward to it. And I have not had one in my hand. I've had people calling wanting to know if I got them in stock. I'll take a pre-order. I've done that. Uh, I'm just like everybody else. I want to get it out and give it a real good whirl and be real fair with it. And they 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 really pushed the point at the beginning. This is an A series top notch. This is this is the top of the A series, and um, you know that's going to be pretty cool. Right.
1: So, so this is not your AT Pro. This is not your AT Max. This is not your Mindlab Equinox. It's no, an A it's series that race machine. That's racing
2: that group that's going on right now, and I'm quite sure, quite sure, in the future, here, there's going to be another one out of Garrett if they start honing their skills with this this unit to do the multi-frequency operation where it's scanning all the time, there'll be bigger and better things to come.
1: I think so, too. Uh, I mean, when we saw the Ace Series originally released years ago, it was a very cost-effective means for people to get into the hobby, very easy to use, and it was popular. It was a popular unit, and they evolved on it. Same with the AT Pro. It's, Mm -hmm. uh, It's probably still today, well, actually, it is still today one of the world's most popular models of machine out there on the market, and we've seen the evolution with that. We saw the AT Gold, the AT Max. Some people may have had different ideas on the way they should have done things, but that's the way Garrett went with them, and it's it's worked for, right. for those AT Max users out there. They've made... Killer, killer finds. Uh, which congratulations to Ohio relic hunter recently on his, uh, I want to say, sixteen fifty some Spanish cob, out of an Ohio farm field with the AT Max.
2: Yep, yep, yep. And you know, th- there's been some fantastic things coming up. We're getting out there. We're using the equipment. We've learned equipment. Um and what it's telling us, and uh, congratulations on that, Bill, and that is fantastic. And, Barb, just keep practicing on the Indians before you put that large scent in there. And, uh, <laughs> so.
1: Yeah. So I, I, uh, and the way it sounds, you're you're thinking pretty much the same way. That's an unfair comparison to try to compare the apex. Right. To the I Egonons. mean,
2: I know as much as you guys do. I have not had one in my hands. KG and Ringy wouldn't talk to me. I knew they had them, but and they alluded to that fact. And originally, that the first hunt that that machine would have been at would have been the i and i swing in the summer that's right well we lost on that a little bit but it, it is what it is and we'll move forward and see what's happening i mean look at what's been going on the, the simplex it just floored everybody after it got out there man there was bashing going on on that look at and look then at some got of the better other, <laughs> and there's no reason to do that uh, i mean until you actually had it in your hand you went out and not just Went out and did a test garden with it. Went out and actually detected with it, worked with it for several days and get a little feel for what the unit can do. There's no reason to bash it. Let's, let's welcome it with open arms. Our companies are out there. The race is on. We're winning and it's fun. And it isn't a bank breaker. It isn't a $3,000 detector. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's something exactly. that many of us can buy as a backup if it proves itself, just like the SimpLex and the Equinoxes and uh, the the five forty Pro Pack setup is a good little unit to start. But they don't all have the same features. They aren't all waterproof, but it right. might be the hottest thing on the market here two months from now.
1: Yeah, I mean, and and for there people- are those that's all they're going to buy is Garrett. Right, and some people have to ask themselves, you know, okay, sure, it's not, the Apex is not waterproof, but for said particular environment or hunting style, is that an option that they really absolutely have to have? That That's something that they'll have to ask themselves on an individual basis.
2: And there are waterproof detectors that come out there, and in, in it. Range that I have used in salt water and they did not perform. Period. Then you've got detectors out that that you've got to get a special setup on them to use them wirelessly or even use them in the water. I mean, I'm not bashing the detector. It's just the design of it, and they're different, and they do great in their fields. And I mean. It is what it is, and as things evolve, things get better, and there's some things coming down the pipe I think they are going to blow our minds here in the next couple years, especially in the combined GPR detection units.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I would have to tend to agree. And that's, I mean, for those that are, say, brand loyal or whatever, uh, brand specific, it... uh, it kind of hurts them in the field because I've said before i I use many different machines models, manufacturers, whatever, be it mine lab x p no to macro, mm-hmm. but I use what works for me in my situation, environment, and style of hunting. If there's something better out there, I'm all ears i'm I'm willing to give anything you you've got to give it a fair shake and don't. Base your opinion on assumptions or hearsay when there's nothing there to prove itself
2: yet. Right. I mean, it's 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 coming. We're we're going to give it a fair shake. I'm going to have them. I've got pre-orders in, and I can't wait to get it out to them because they're my test cases too. They're going to they're going to talk to me. They'll they'll tell me. I hear back from people on what they like, don't like. I I had a gentleman get a CTX-3030 here recently. He wants a longer shaft for it. He's tall. Um, that shaft is, when you set it out, pretty good. There is not a longer shaft out there. That may be, have to be something that we'd have to talk to Anderson shafts about to make a longer one.
1: Yeah, good point. Uh Usually when it does come to... The longer shafts, things of that nature, Anderson is usually right on top of it with things.
2: Yep. So that's what I'm going to recommend to him and uh, and go direct to him, and they may work with him on it, Uh, different things like that. He also wanted a secondary coil wire fixed up, and I'm like, eh, that's not even out there that I know of enough. You can talk somebody into manufacturing one for you uh
1: yeah that that's a little different
2: yeah so i get requests for things that are kind of like um <clears throat> well no i don't have that
1: <laughs> right yeah uh attainable
2: goals and unrealistic pipe dreams sometimes some yep yeah. So let's keep our fingers crossed that Garrett hit a good home run with this one too. I mean, I don't wish anybody any any bashing or anything bad. I just I like to be able to offer those all of you what you want, what Options. you perceive to be the fit for you, and work with you to get it that way. And uh, that's what dealers should do instead of saying this is what you need. No. I always tell people, here, I'll give you some ideas, go to this YouTube, talk to this guy, you got this expert that writes books, you got different things like that that will help you along the way because it's growing. I mean, it used to be that hmm, 75% of my business was just local walk-in. Now that's about a 50-50 thing and I'm shipping stuff all over the country and I talk to people long distance all the time about problems, what they need to get, you know, done and that kind of stuff and direct, i got to watch and direct them into the right thing because I can't be there in the field with them.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. But that doesn't mean that that stops you from providing the -the after-the-sale customer service. That's right. Because obviously you you do what you can.
2: That's right. It is that way. So the fun of it is, is when things come together and they're succeeding, they're sending me pictures and they're having a good time and, and, and they're finding neat stuff. And you're going, God, maybe I should have went out there and hunted with him because look what he's <laughs> digging up on. <laughs> you know, right. Yeah. You know, and, and, uh, that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, and in in that aspect, I wish Garrett the best of luck with the release of the Apex. I hope it's a great machine. And I, who knows? Maybe
2: I'm looking forward.
1: Yeah, maybe you wind up getting a, a message from somebody that that they pre-ordered from you and went out their first or second day out. They've got a nice old seated coin or Civil War button or I've something. I've had a
2: couple of them do that, and it just tickles the heck out of me when that happens. I've. It, it, I sold an e-track a few years back to a kid up here in Makoka, Iowa. The second or third outing, he finds a $1 gold piece. I'm, wow. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And he was hammering a spot and just coming up, and he still does. And um, I'm like, well, you know, if you need help, call me. I'll work that field with you. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. I'd like to know. see if there's a gold coin for me. <laughs> You know, and I had a gentleman that bought an e-track, and two two hours or so into it, he goes back. and wasn't even that. Got out of his camper. His wife gave him help for buying that, that other metal detector. You better take it down to the beach. He walked through the gate at the beach, went 50 feet, tuned it up, and got a 2.5-carat diamond ring. Went back, sat down, had it on his finger. She come out, started giving him a little grief. He had a beer open and he just held the finger up in the sunlight, shining it back and forth, and she never complained again because it cost him <laughs> a fortune to have it reset. Yeah, yeah, I'll but. But he told me. So, I mean, that, that's the kind of stuff that I love to hear from people and guys that have bought detectors from me out there doing just like we did this week, recovering things for people and making them happy. Uh, uh, that's what it's all about. It puts a real good shine in our our groups and and that kind of stuff so that's pretty cool uh several of us made recoveries including mark hoover was in a group that made a recovery um that's great that's what that's what it's all about and then i picked up a nice place to go hunt out of the deal so that's what i'm going to go do
1: yeah there you go and and fred had made a nice recovery as well
2: fred (laughs) Fred smoked it he sent me a I and I PM back and forth and he said I inspired him to go look again and he hit it. It was quite a ways out from where they
0: thought.
1: Well and see sometimes that's what it takes is just to, to set you know kind of step back from the situation whether somebody gives you an idea or inspires you to go give it another shot and many times you find out you're rewarded for it.
2: Right and then I had people ask me how how do you find out about these recoveries? Well, it's, it's word of mouth for me. I'm not a member of ring finders. I, I, I've worked with enough people in the area. They generally hear somebody lost something, call me and say, Hey, would you go look for that? No contact them. I'll go look. I get quite a right. few of them in the year and I work with our police departments and different organizations on lost items and, and have recovered and found things for them. So, uh, but that's developed over years.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm I'm listed on Ringfinders, but if I had to uh, try and break it down to what calls come from where, I get just as many, if not more, locally than I do through Ringfinders, just because of the fact that people know I'm alive. You see,
2: Michael, there, Diamond will shut her up. He must be a Ron White fan. <laughs> that is a great story he tells. But anyway, um, you know. And the best detector, it could be a $150 detector in a guy's hands that's used it and really knows how to work it, and he's hammering stuff because he understands his machine, or it can be a guy with a thirty thirty out there and understands the machine and um, was doing great with it, but he's bashing the Equinox. Well, not everybody can go out and drop 2500 bucks on a machine, but they can expect, they can spend that $899. So, you know, you got those that think it's replacing the 3030. It is not. It is is not. It is a... No, it's not even close.
1: No. Uh, The Equinox does have some very nice features and advantages and capabilities, but that's not to say that it's a replacement for the CTX. I mean, the CTX is in... It's in a, a zone, all of its own, and, well, like you said, $2,500, $900. I mean, you're I kind of comparing apples to oranges at that point for people.
2: <laughs> so, uh, you know, and, oh, all right, well, Rally Connor, I, I recovered one. I don't know if you guys saw the picture last fall. Uh, I recovered a diamond ring. It was a $14,000 Diamond ring and gave it back to him. And you, could, I swear, you could almost went bowling with that diamond. That son of a gun was large. So yeah, Jared's nice, yeah. very nice. And
1: you're right. uh You know, the best machine for any given person is the one that's going to work for them whether it's a $150 machine or a $2,500 machine if it's working for yeah. you if it ain't broke, don't fix it and if it's working for you and it is a lower priced machine well hey, that, that just means that it's easier to pay off you can, you can literally make that machine pay for itself
2: that's right and uh, I'm looking forward to this Apex I'm anxious to get my hands on them I haven't, we haven't even been allowed yet to place direct orders on it. I will find that out this week, how many I'm going to order in. I've got a couple i got to get in immediately, and then some in the shop and one in my hands, because I'm going to go out and give it a whirl. I'm anxious to run it. It's a good-looking little machine.
1: Well, and that is a good point, too. I mean, do... Do we have an idea? Because I'm under the impression that it's probably going to be sometime in the summer, once July they may start getting them in their hands. Okay. Now so we do the, have an what idea.
2: Our saying is July. And with rollouts on any new equipment, they may say July and then find a, a little hitch in the giddy up on the machine and say, ah, right, we're going to postpone that until this is fixed. So that's happened. Right. It gets that happened back. with the AT-Max. That's happened with other machines. Uh, the Vanquish was a little slow in the jump from what they originally said. So was the Equinox. So it, they just uh, want to make sure it's
1: so was right. the a- So was the AT-Max, if people yeah. remember correctly. And we've got Crazy Spider on with us, I believe. How's it going, John?
3: Hey, gentlemen. How's it going?
1: Good. Very Good. well.
2: No, I just
3: wanted to chime in. Uh, doing pretty good. Just a little bum. the rain canceled our trip today.
2: Yeah, that kind of we'll, we'll, knocked us out of the field today, didn't
3: it? <laughs> yeah, we'll find another time.
2: <laughs> yeah, we'll. Um,
3: I missed a few parts in the beginning, so I don't know if it was brought up or not, but I just wanted to throw out there um, the DTH hunt uh, reschedule. It uh, looks like it's going to be September 5th and 6th, Labor Day weekend. Nice. Um, and right now if it was something that you were looking at at one point and you got scared off by the wait list, well, unfortunately not everybody that was making it before is going to be able to make it this go around because of the dates. Cause some people do have plans or have had plans already made that weekend. Um, so we're rolling the dice, hoping that we will be able to meet in groups larger than 10 at that point. <laughs> um, but yeah, if so. you, if you, yeah, if you weren't able to make it before or got scared off by that wait list, right now is the time to try to, Uh, Get in if that is something that interests you, um, because we're going to have openings, I'm sure.
1: Now, how does that coincide with your England hunt, if England's still on, Chuck?
2: England is still on, but the latest I've heard, that that is, for me, the last week of September, first week of October. And... England's talking about not opening up to allow anybody into the country until the second week of October. So my England aunt may be shot down. I don't know.
1: Hmm. But your schedule may be open for detecting the heartland the beginning of September.
2: Oh, yes, it is open. Yep, that, that's open. That's still open for me. They moved it. No,
3: fine. Yeah, my next door neighbor does uh, scuba diving, and him and his wife. They did some underwater metal detecting uh, about a year ago for the first time, but I think they've kind of fallen off the metal detecting band- bandwagon. They just like the diving part of it, I guess. Uh, but anyway, mm-hmm. they were telling me they have some trips, uh, scheduled, uh, out of country, a couple different ones that have both been pushed back to one is next year now and the other one is like, I think December is what they said. So kind of goes along with what everybody else is looking at, uh, throughout the world.
1: Wow, Mm -hmm. and I guess it would be interesting, too. I wonder, uh, maybe you've heard, Chuck, how some of these barn hunts are going, because many times we know that these hunts are booked up a year in
2: advance. Yep, And, and talking with Ron, they are still looking to do it all this fall. Now, all the rumors abound in England. And some of their talk was they'll reopen for people to come in and not be sequestered for 14 days. You can go to England, but you are quarantined for 14 days before you can step out.
1: Well, that kind of puts a hamper on the dig.
2: Yes, it does put a damper on it. Now, the next step is they're talking about dropping the quarantine like the 1st of October. Well, if you get there in the last week of September, you're still quarantined till then, so that shoots a hole in my hunt. That's the hunt that I had been rescheduled for right. so and and we'll see what happens and I'm not making any moves on anything. I don't have any tickets yet to fly there, and there's still plenty of openings because Ron had recommended to me will know firmly should know by August one
1: nice nice and uh any what what are your perceptions or opinions on the apex john
3: um i mean i haven't had a ton of time to really look into it too much but uh just my initial thoughts um i think probably what what garrett was looking at is you know you when you get up to the price and looking at the price points you have the uh apex and the Pro with similar price points. And the way I see it is, okay, so you can get a Pro, which would be waterproof, but you don't have the multi-scanning uh, with it, or you can get the Apex with the multi-scanning, but not the waterproof side of it. And at <laughs> so least like still be
1: weather-resistant.
3: Off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It is, uh, from the sounds of it. Yeah. yeah you know, I've you know, got that, people that's... that
2: don't care about having it waterproof, just water, you know, the coil. Then I've got people, it's all important to have waterproof because we go to the beach, we get in the water, we do this and this and this. Some people don't make it to the beach, and all they do is hunt fields and other spots. So there's market for it on both sides.
1: Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, see, For for me, I have been caught out in the field in torrential downpours where weather-resistant May not necessarily work so well for me, and and I guess you could look that as well. Shame on you! You should have got out of the field before it downpoured. But uh likewise, I do like to go to the beach and get in the water, and sure, a, a weather-resistant machine would be all right for that. But we also know that you know your your terrain is uneven. Maybe there's a hole that you don't see in the water or something. You stumble, you fall and then you dunk a machine that's not waterproof, that that kind of puts a bad end to the day.
3: Yeah, and like you were saying, it's uh, the top of the line with the A-Series, and I'm sure what we're going to see next is probably a top of the line with the Pro Series coming. That would be my guess, and that would be where you get into your waterproof. Yeah, just, I, I... Just a guess. I, I have no inside info on that.
1: <laughs> right. I would say, okay, They they've released... The Top End A-Series now with multi-frequency technology, now they're going to start to play with it and tweak it and hone their skills. So the next machine that we see from Garrett is going to be very interesting, I think. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what they have to bring next.
3: Yeah, I bet you're right on that.
1: And who knows? Uh, maybe we don't see it anytime soon. Maybe we see a different pinpointer from them or something before the next great machine. And that's fine. But I'm sure they've already got something in the works for
2: another machine.
3: Well, I think most companies probably do. I think you're
2: spot on there, John. (laughs) Really, I do. I mean, they're working on their series. They're taking it this step. Then they'll go up above the MAX and the AT Pro with a waterproof machine.
1: Right, we'll then watch it evolve. They had the evolves.
2: 2500 out there for years. That may be something that could be standalone and knock that one out. So, who knows?
1: And I would love to see a replacement for the 2500 that's lighter. That would be interesting.
2: Yeah, and that's the trend. Everything's getting tighter, lighter ergonomically designed, but I see guys in there complaining that uh, their elbows hurt because uh, the simplex go one way, and Barb can only use her 800 for an hour, and this kind of stuff, so not everybody fits that same mold of it not bothering them. I mean, the only right. machine that ever bothers me much is the, uh, and I love it, is my, uh, uh, my lab uh, GPX No, I could swing that all day. That balances real well in my arm, the old E-track, kind of, because the way the wrist is held forward, it puts pressure on the elbow.
1: Yeah, I didn't realize, I loved the E-track when I ran it. It's a great machine, and I never realized how much the balance was off on that until i had mm-hmm. to send my ctx in for repairs and went back to the e-track and i'm going good lord how did i do this for hours on end this this kind of sucks
2: yep. <laughs> and then the 3030 was the best ergonomic design machine they've come up with and it really does balance very well some people it's, it's weight i understand that but it outweighed the E track, but balanced much better. And I didn't bother my arm. It still doesn't. I can still swing that for six, eight hours if I want. Absolutely. And then the Equinox and the Deus is like swinging a twig out there. Yeah. And, uh, that kind of stuff. So they're all getting it down to where ergonomics and weight and everything are very, and performance in the machine yet is doing very well. And you're going to see more and more of that. I heard people bashing it over its on the apex that type of curve in the uh, shaft to the coil well it's different it is different the way that's set up than the ats and the rest of them so you know give it a chance at least try it
1: yeah absolutely i mean i i have heard of some people that they've they've used the equinox and and believe me i i'm not saying they just minimally tried it they gave it a good fair shake quite a few hours in the field and they just they weren't real fond of the ergonomics of it the great machine they liked the machine just weren't real fond of the ergonomics of it and with the uh, the ctx like you said yes it is a heavier machine but it is very very well balanced And a lot of times, as long as the ergonomics are good, the balance is good, you may not necessarily notice the weight. I've told people before, say with the Excalibur, one of the best things you can do when you get that machine is get it off of the stock shaft, because that's not very well balanced or ergonomic, and put it on an Anderson shaft. And it's a night and day difference between the
2: weight and
3: feel of the machine. Yep. I heard Anderson but, makes a really good shaft for that machine.
2: They do. Anderson makes a good shaft. They're pricey, but they make a good shaft. Yep. Right, yeah. I think I you're m-
3: missing a sales opportunity there at Chuck 2 to upgrade Barb to one of the harnesses for the uh, Equinox. That'll
2: help. <laughs> yeah. If she can't swing that Equinox, man. But I do have that shoulder-type harness that I get through Ryan. And he distributes them, and it really will take the weight off almost any machine. Comes around your arm on one side, clips to the machine. It's just a single loop, and it you work it, it balances out beautifully.
1: Yeah, the uh, I believe it's called the Detecting Buddy or Detecting Pal. Yeah. I did a uh, review video a few years back on one of those. They they do yeah, they funny, work quite well. Yeah.
3: Sounds like a lot less trouble than uh, some of the other harnesses I've seen,
1: and very very affordably priced compared to the other harnesses.
2: And, Michael, I do have, uh, at the shop, I have demo units over there, the Simplex, the Equinox, and E-Track, and others that people can pick up. I actually got a test card out in front of the shop. They can go out, and I've got that test garden set up pretty tough. Um, Coins on edge, 8, 10-inch depths, that kind of stuff. And um, people go over there and spend a little time and learn. Well, that's the only like one that's I don't right have set up is the I don't have the Vanquish or an orX set up, so that kind of stuff. But yeah, I let people give them a chance, let them swing them. I've got a couple units here that if they swing by the house here, um, let them try them out west. We've got uh, God, well, we got about seven different detectors set up all the time to let people give them a, a whirl. But when you buy online, you don't get that chance.
1: That's true, and nothing's going to be even with the test garden. That's great that they can have an experience to uh, see what they think of it, make initial impressions. But that still isn't going to be real in field experience. You got to give it a good fair shake.
2: Yep, and you know, I, I <coughs> people got to realize the larger the coil that you start putting on a machine, then it starts getting heavier, and it starts getting a little forward weight or back weight they don't all balance when you start putting 17 inch coils on a 30 30 and 15 inch coils on equinox yes the weight goes up and the balance changes And the same way with deus and all the rest of them you add bigger coils then you drop down to a six inch coil and you got to slow yourself down because you're running almost like a weed eater
1: right yeah exactly and uh you know, you, you don't have to necessarily... The, the detectors of today, you you don't necessarily have to swing them like a weed eater to
2: no, just get to, good yeah, results. Take, nice and slow. Yep. Well, I'm anxious to try this new Viper coil out. They've redesigned their coils. I hope they, you know, went with a better setup on it. And it looks like it. And uh, they addressed, because some of the Garrett coils in the past were, i watched guys put nail coils on it. Oh, my God, it put those machines on steroids. It settled them right down. So I'm hoping oh, yeah. they address their issues with that. And the Viper coil on this new one is a hot item.
1: Yeah, the AT line, I've heard people refer to it as... Uh... You know, having a nail coil on there or a stock coil was like having batteries in the machine or not.
2: Yeah, there you go. There you so go. Definitely, yeah, Michael, in. you do. You get that six inch, you get it swinging pretty quick. You got to slow down.
1: Exactly. I got if them in stock. In Call room.
2: me. Yeah. Send me a PM if you want that. If you guys somebody wants some knocks out there, we'll talk to them. Uh, Mike, make your best deal on that used SimpLex, buddy. Ooh, there you go.
1: There they had to you simply. Well, so that's cool. Yeah. And uh, people people got to remember, too, just because it's an ace series, don't count it out. I've seen people go out and make phenomenal finds with the ace line.
2: Uh, there was a lady in our club, last name, I believe was Anderson, and that's all she used. And she came in. I mean, there was a bunch of them hunting. And she walked through there, and she got... One of the most beautiful gold pocket watches. It was unbelievable. Dig with that little H two fifty. Everybody else went over it. She hammered it and got it. And that thing, I'm not talking gold filled. I am talking 18 karat gold. I'm trying to remember the brand name of it, but they sent it in, got it cleaned up, and I think it runs even better. Yeah, wow, she got that with a 250.
1: Well, she can safely say that machine's paid for itself.
2: Yep. So, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I welcome it. This is great for all of us and um it's going to continue. That's the neat thing about it. All these upgrades coming. So the exactly. it's not as fast as what happens with a computer. I'll buy a computer today and in about five days. It's so outdated that I got to throw it away and get a new one, right?
0: Or a cell phone.
2: Or a cell phone. Yeah, cell phones are going faster. But um, it's nice to see the companies compete, the companies stay with each other. There's several of them that need to step up again and uh, stay with the race.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. and. In in those terms, I'm glad to see Garrett release the Apex. It shows that they've they've still they're they're still being very creative and they're still pushing the bar and they're still in
2: the race. Yep. So that's very cool. Kudos, kudos to all of them. There, they're they're doing it, Vaughn and Steve and the, all the engineers and. Everybody out there and and Vaughn's progressive he's letting these guys run with it. That's pretty cool and um, I think that's a that's a great thing for us all in the in the hobby
1: right the The competition between the manufacturers is actually a good thing because it it continues to make them competitive either with the features they're putting into the machine or the price points that they're offering the machine at uh, you know in any of the above. And we still win in the field.
2: Right. We win. And Michael's, Michael's a, a, a White guy. He says, Coming soon, Chuck.
3: <laughs> and said a
2: name up, Michael. And yes, they need to step up the pace. Everybody does. Or we're going to lose companies. And that's the problem. And uh, I'm looking forward to it, Michael, I and mean, see what they got coming. They make yep. one heck of a pinpointer. I'll tell you that Well, best on the market. The White's pinpointer. The T is it? TRX. The TRX. Yep, that's a good pinpointer.
1: Dual power and, uh, source and very deep. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It is a nice pinpointer, definitely. Definitely a nice yep. pinpointer. And and you're right. I mean, White's is one that. I, I hate to say it, but hopefully they come out with something soon. Otherwise, they're going to start to fall behind.
3: Yep.
2: And, and hopefully we do and, see something. Uh, yep. Well, let's hopefully, we get the country open back up. I know, John, if you're still on there, what's the rules in Iowa right now?
3: Good uh, sounds question. like The uh, governor opened up pretty much everything. Um, there are some counties where things are limited on... Uh, um, how many people can be in stores? That kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, where where I live, it's like that. Where I work, uh, several counties away, uh, it's pretty lax. Just because there's a very very low amount of cases where I work, but where I uh, where I live, it's the highest amount of cases in the state.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I know over here, uh, J.B. Uh, Pritzker has got us tightened up as a drum, and then it came out a couple days ago that he actually is a major shareholder in the company making the test kits for COVID-19 in the state of Illinois, so he's kept it slowed down, making sure that his company is getting the supply of the state and test everybody. He wants everybody tested, so he's not opening anything up. So I think there's going to be some people investigating him over this. Um, that's going to be our our next governor in jail.
1: Oh, well.
2: That's true. Right, right? Yeah. So, yeah, hey, they they make those fancy jails just for Illinois governors, you know.
1: <laughs> well, what do you do?
2: Yeah. So, you know, we're used to it. We've had four or five go in my lifetime. Might as well have another one. Well, hey,
1: around here we seem to do that with mayors, so I I there, guess, uh, yeah, I, I can see exactly how that can can happen.
2: <laughs> Definitely. So, but Iowa, I think she's doing it right, John.
3: Yeah, let's hope so. I mean, nobody knows until we get down the road in the future here. We'll right. uh, see what happens, and hopefully we don't see an increase, and everybody regrets opening things back up. But, you know. Time will
2: tell. You know, you, you got a former president bashing this president and his group that should just keep his mouth shut because he ran all our supplies down before they got in. I could go on forever on this. But the thing <laughs> is, is, just hope that they come up with something and they can fast-line it to the people that need it, and we move forward.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, there there's... Well, like we were saying about the manufacturer bashing and stuff like that, there's no need for the bashing in this situation either. Let's focus on the task at hand and find a way to get around it.
2: That's right. But I'm still under under rules and distancing and that. And the governor came out the other day, told us we should not go into Iowa. Uh, We've,
1: We've had some of that here, too.
2: Yeah, you shouldn't cross state lines. Right. And I'm like, well, you know what? I go across the river and I pay 30 cents a gallon less for gas right away. And It's only 14 miles. And then they don't tax you on your groceries and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, dude, if you hadn't raised the taxes like you did, there wouldn't be this long line of Illinois cars backed up getting into Iowa to shop. (laughs) There you go. Good God. But anyway, it's, it's crazy. So fit. Right. It's, come on, it's, Chuck. It.
3: Be be truthful here. You're not coming over here to shop and get gas. You're coming over here to hunt our parks.
2: <laughs> That's right. I do well... that too. I go over there first, hunt, get groceries, come home. And gas.
1: Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, while you're over there, you might as well do as the natives do and and hunt their spots too. Okay. Right. Right.
2: <laughs> so we were supposed to be together today, but you turned the faucet on, John.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's. that's Casey. <laughs> oh, so it's Casey. I don't know that how much you guys got,
2: but we got, we got a lot. Uh, it, there was over seven inches this past couple of days that we've got. Yeah. And it's all headed um, our way.
3: I'm bummed because the rivers are getting really, really low too. And I was getting ready to get up to my Native American spot to go, uh,
2: Man. See if I can spot
3: anything in the rivers,
1: but I don't think that's going to be the case now. No. Nope. That, that's been put on a little bit of a
2: delay. Yep. Yes, it all is. Well, I'm going to At back it out here, like you guys, and thanks for letting me call in. Everybody have a good day, and uh, you guys that, that are interested in Noxes, I've got them, but there are a few things starting to dry up through the pipeline right now. Simplexes are getting a little mm-hmm. tough here and there. Um, that kind of stuff, so some right. of the pin pointers are dried up, certain coils, things like that are slow. They're making it here very slowly.
1: right, that is a good point the The shipping lines are starting to open back up a little bit. I mean, we've seen that with the ugly boxes.
2: Yes, we have, but they're they're picking up. I've got some in stock, so we're doing okay. If anybody's looking for one, give me a holler. I should be getting in some larger lots of the brine mix. And I I saw a comment earlier on the brine, you can make your own. Well, you can, but some of the salts are not available here in the Midwest, like they may be on the East Coast or the West Coast, that we need to use to make that brine that he has.
1: Right. And, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with making it yourself, but you've got to right. remember, too, what the, the brine is that you're purchasing through Chuck. This is made with medical grade materials. It washes cleaner. It washes easier. The, the big thing is that you have to remember absolutely under no circumstances. If you are trying to make your own, make sure that it is not an iodized
2: salt. Right, and he gets that real fine material, Uh, it's powder, it isn't granular, so it blends better in the water, and it works better in the water.
1: Exactly, and realistically, I mean, I haven't seen or heard a price point on the larger uh, kits as far as the reboot, the, the larger brine, the half pound, pound, whatever, but you can already assume that the the increase in price is is going to be nominal. It it's not going to be all that expensive. You're not breaking the bank.
2: Right. And and yes, we can use about any mark non iodized salt, but he likes to use that sea salt. It is brought in in a very fine powder and he has it planned out in a good mixture working with the equipment that he is designing. So you're kinda using the design system all the way through, but you can make your own. I'm not I'm not telling you not to make your own.
1: Right. You can make uh, your but own he is, and it will work. In
2: this new kit he's putting a heavier cathode bar in there. Of course you get your two wires and Is it half-pound lots or one-pound lots, or Uh, both? Actually,
1: I believe it's both. You've got your choice of half-pound or pound.
2: Yep. And uh, the biggest thing I was talking with them the other day on it was getting a proper shipping container. You're shipping a fine white powder through the mail. Think about that. Right, yeah,
1: anthrax scare. (laughs) So, (laughs) that's,
2: that's, uh, yep. In Ohio relics got it up, two parts baking soda, one part fine sea salt, but finding the fine sea salt I've had several guys in the area looking for it It's just not here right we've got the the granular style you know, like you put on your food and that but finding that even at the drug stores they all went well we can order it for you you got to buy it in this amount and it's that amount it's like oh my god
1: yeah and many times once you get into that you're looking at minimum orders you know where where they're telling you you have to purchase a minimum of x amount for us to even Mm -hmm. place that
2: order right and i've got several guys that want to do large axe heads and older relics and um so I'm just trying to be part of a supply chain.
1: Well, that's a good way to put it. And and you're certainly doing well at supplying. Doing what you oh, can. Oh, I've been
2: trying. And uh, he's working hard to keep things up. Ron's trying to get them out to the guys that got them. I know he had a rather large order from one of the bigger companies the other day, and they're trying to fulfill that one.
1: Oh, and, yeah. Uh,
2: so yeah, you're was... seeing that Ugly Box is going to be out more and more and more.
1: It is a very popular unit as well as uh, probably by summer, maybe sooner, you'll be seeing another
2: accessory for the Ugly Box. Yeah. Steve says you can put the coarse salt in the blender. Yes, you can. Well, yeah,
1: you could. You could. It. It's all on... What you want to do as the end user and what you're comfortable with. But you I can want... guarantee don't use iodized salt. You will not be right. happy six months down the road. So,
3: and, Just make sure um, to save enough rock salt for your margaritas.
1: Yeah, <laughs> gotta have that. Right, got to have then something you while
2: you the mixture. You won't be thinking about it.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, you, you get enough of that. You may not care if that silver dime comes out black. <laughs>
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> or <Poor laughs> <I've done> that.
2: <laughs> That's fun. All, All right, hi, right, fellas, and everybody. You have a great night. Let's get out and find some more stuff. Yeah, that that sounds like a plan. And John, next weekend it's supposed to be nice right up to the weekend. Go up in the eighties and rain. Oh,
3: uh, I might have a I might have a weekday off here, so
2: I'll let you know what okay. I got. Give going. me a holler. In I in will. fact, in June you better have a weekday off. Oh well, we'll definitely figure that. We'll be out. able to get on that one spot. Yep, we'll. Well, no, there out. you
1: go. It sounds like plans are in the works.
2: Oh yeah, they are. So we're going to have some fun out there. Good. All night. Right. Everybody have a good night. See you later. Yeah, Chuck. Thanks for the call, Chuck. Thank definitely. you. Bye bye.
1: And wonderful job on that uh, logo for the tire cover on the Jeep, John. Thank you, sir. I'm I'm not sure how how did did you have that custom made, or you have somebody paint that on for you? Or?
3: No, so it was uh, custom made, and uh, one of uh, a pair of detectorists, husband and wife, Mike and Lori Hovick, uh, they're out of Wisconsin. Uh, they have uh, two Jeeps, and one of them is completely decked out in mine lab. Uh, Chuck actually gave a, uh, uh, custom or a special edition mindlet hat to him last year during the spring hunt just because he was so impressed with uh, what he did to his Jeep. Nice. But anyway, uh, they made the recommendation to me, um, where I could have that done. And I was super impressed because all the custom covers that they do, uh, one, they're made different than all the other ones so they don't fade and all that. But, uh, um, they didn't charge me anything additional to have it my it to have it custom so well, it's super you can't cool that.
1: and it is that no, no, that no. thing is awesome
3: yep and i already passed on uh to john quinn up in uh with pacific North Bus diggers up in uh washington and he actually has a jeep tire cover uh, that should be getting delivered anytime here <laughs> for his jeep now. how uh, oh, he nice. didn't go with anything detecting related but it was, he has a call of duty jeep like one of those special edition ones Oh, okay. and uh the cover that came with it was pretty bad so you got a new one made
1: nice very very cool yeah, i
3: can't can't wait for him to get it because i think he'll be pretty impressed
1: yeah i'm gonna have to keep an eye out for that you've got me curious now
3: <laughs> yeah it's uh mojo tire covers if anybody's interested mojo
1: nice yeah absolutely certainly not a problem give them a giving them a plug uh from what yeah. I've seen, they do some quality work. That, I mean, the the Crazy Spider Adventures tire cover that was phenomenal. Excellent job.
3: Yeah, way better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> so it was really, really cool.
1: So it's safe to say you were very pleasantly surprised.
3: Yeah, yeah. I I just it's one of those things until you actually see it, you're not sure 100 percent what to expect. Even though Mike and Lori have never failed me on any recommendations. So uh, it still surprised me how well it was done.
1: Right, right. Nothing wrong with that at all. Nothing wrong with that no. at all.
3: Definitely. No, not at all.
1: <coughs> well, hopefully and just, it starts to dry up for you out there.
3: Yeah, I got a couple projects up my sleeve that uh working on. And eventually, I know you like my creativity with what I did for the INI, uh, kind of that uh, intro or promotional video i should say
1: absolutely that was a
3: couple yeah so i'm working some more creativity and got a couple other things in the works can't wait for those to come out but it'll be a little bit
1: oh well we'll have to uh coming soon (laughs) yeah we'll look forward to that definitely so if they haven't uh subscribed and hit that notification bell for crazy spider adventures they should probably get over there and do that
3: appreciate that um and one quick shout out and then i'm gonna Take off for the night here. Um I did see for the first time uh, another fellow YouTuber in the chat. I don't know if she's still here, but uh, uh Maya, she's Miss Detectorist. She I oh, saw yeah. her in the chat yeah. earlier tonight.
1: We've we've actually had Maya on the show a few times. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah definitely. She seems she... pretty
3: level headed, good detectorist, gets out there with some good people. So that's good to see her in the chat.
1: Yeah, definitely. She she does pop in from time to time. This And you're right, this may have been the first time you've uh, been able to catch her in the chat, but she does drop by every now and then.
3: Uh,
1: But uh, also, like you said, good YouTube channel.
3: Yep. Well, thanks again for taking my call, and everybody stay safe, and I will talk to you all later.
1: Absolutely. You do the same, my friend.
3: Yep. Have a good night.
1: We'll see you. And for everyone else, obviously... uh, as I said before at the beginning of the show, many thanks for the kind words and comments and people checking in on me with the uh the treatment that that was going on wednesday we're we're resting up we're recovering we're we're getting some fight back into us uh it's it's a slow transition, I guess you could say we're working on it um this Wednesday will quite possibly be an archive or a short run because uh, we're we're not out of the woods yet i still have to return to the hottest county in the state thursday for some additional tests and checks and all of that stuff it's it's grand to be a pincushion, but hey if that's what keeps me out there doing what I'm enjoying, then that's what we've got to do. That's what we've got to do. There's there's just no other way around it. Obviously, last Wednesday, we had to do an archive due to the fact of with getting things in motion six weeks late... I was taking the soonest available date I could get. Normally we do try to schedule that stuff on off days from the show, but there, there was no putting this off any longer. It was, it's, it's been, it's been tough. The, the struggle is real. I, I will say that. But. Good food for thought for the Apex. Great calls from Chuck and Crazy Spider. Shout out to John there. Uh, Definitely some good information. Something for people to think about. Don't automatically jump to conclusions. Give it a chance. And see, you may be pleasantly surprised. And I, for one, I, I wish Garrett the best of luck with the release. Uh you know we we don't we don't try to bash manufacturers anything like that and we are very receptive to seeing anything coming out I, like i said i i've used and do use a number of different models and brands of machines if there's something better out there for my environment style of hunting uh situation whatever i'm all ears let me know, because if if there is a better machine out there, I'm not going to just chalk it off because it's not this brand or that brand or what have you. I mean, you guys and gals, you all see it in the chat too. We get these new machines, we can go into an area that we think has been hunted out, And many times we find it breathes life into a hunted-out site. That's, you know, where we win. So, as I said, Wednesday coming up. It may be a short show or it could be an archive. If it's an archive, we have had some requests for a particular one, and we will make sure to make that happen. Uh, Thursday, the 21st, Detect America, they will have Ringy and KG both on to discuss the Apex. That is going to be an interesting show. I mean, we have had conjection, presumption, assumption, uh hearsay, our thoughts, opinions, things like that, Thursday. You'll get to hear about it firsthand from Ringy and KG over on Detect America when they go live. So that's going to be interesting. I will, uh, like I said, I've, I've got things to get done Thursday, but hopefully I will be able to tune in as well and see what happens. I am definitely interested in hearing more about the Apex. I think Garrett has done very well with it, and I think we're seeing the beginning of another evolution for Garrett. Until the next one, if you enjoyed the show, make sure and throw us a like. You can follow us on Facebook, iTunes, iHeart, YouTube. Uh, we're we're out there. Google be on Sight and Sound, folks. You'll find us. Until the next time, stay safe, mask up, practice your social distancing, and get out there and try to find something. Post up those photos. You know how we love to see them. And be supportive of one another. Have a wonderful evening, folks. We're out of here. Thank you.